for human beings. There's a time when the operation of the machine becomes so odious, makes you so sick at heart that you can't take part. You can't even passively take part. And you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop. And you've got to indicate to the people who run it, to the people who own it, that unless you're free, the machine won't be prevented from working at all. like to welcome you to the Medicinal Mass Podcast. I'm your host, Valentin Strand, and with me today, my guest is Joker Slap. How you doing? Good. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. So, what you been up to lately? Uh, work, and uh, a bunch of bullshit in life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the typical shit. In general. Right. All right, so, um, what was the first drug you ever took, and what age? First drug I ever took, well, considered drug, I don't consider it a drug, but pot. Yeah. You know, I was actually, this was wrong, you know, but I was like four. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> shit, dude. I was just going to say, my last guest said eight, and I was like, that's the youngest I've heard so far, but four. Yeah, dude, I was hanging out with my uh, uncle, mm-hmm. and he was that guy that was like downstairs in the basement kind of guy, you know, like, that was his bedroom, right. you know? And it's old school concrete shit, you know. It ain't no actual made into bedroom, right? You know, shit. A finished so, basement, right, a uh... finished basement. This shit got washer and dryer right there, but cobwebs, right? Creepy fucking place to go. <laughs> but you know what? Back in the day, I used to think, you know, that's where the guys hung out, you right? Know? So first starting out, I was like wanting to go down there and hang out with the guys, mm-hmm. man. And I was too young, and you know, to know any better, and. Went downstairs and hung out with my uncle, and he had a bunch of his friends over. They're all sitting around, you know, like a table, like a poker table. Had a big old fucking plate in the middle. Yeah. And it had a fucking pot just filling it, you know? What did it look like to you at that age? It, I had no clue. Like, yeah. I had really no clue what the fuck was that, you know, because mm-hmm. you never seen it before. Right. So I had no idea what the fuck that shit was doing in the middle of a table, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I had no idea what it was, you know. Um, but my uncle, I guess, for the fun of it, sat me up on the uh, sink, big old concrete sink, you know. Right. Uh, sat me up there and handed me a cigarette. And he was like, here, try try a puff of this, you know. Okay, so that was the first drug you ever took. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Other than, like, caffeine. You know. Oh, you had that at four too? Oh yeah, dude, that was <laughs> terrible, man. No real guidance back in the day. Yeah, that's why I think this younger generation is gonna have it made. But that's besides the point. But uh, yeah, so I all those drugs, and then up to you know the cigarette. Mm-hmm. He hands me the cigarette. I have no idea what to do with this thing, you know. But I did the best thing I could do with it, and took a puff off of it. Right. Not that I inhaled it, you know, just 
breathed it into my mouth and blew it straight out. You know, like the typical, mm -hmm. I have no clue what the fuck I just did, you know. The first time the I first did it. The first timer guy. The first time I did it, I tried uh, inhaling it, but I also swallowed at the same time. It was not a good outcome. Just a terrible cough. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> you ever tried swallowing while you're inhaling, inhaling smoke? It's the most painful thing you'll ever do in your right. life. Yeah, tearing up your insides yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, fucking, he he said no no you gotta you gotta do it like this man mm -hmm. and he actually shows me how to smoke this cigarette you know awesome. like verbatim <laughs> took a drag, opened his mouth showed me breathing in all the smoke right and then blew it out and monkey see so, monkey some do. proper mentoring going right, on <laughs> exactly like growing up you know <laughs> the cool uncle wow right the really cool uncle i wish yeah. i had more time you know but uh yeah he showed me how to smoke that and i it was only the one drag thing i you know i ended up coughing my ass off and right. my uncle looks at me he was like you know what that's good <laughs> oh, that's good <laughs> it, it, it's good it, it's uh you're getting used to it, is what he said. Oh, jeez. You know, so you ain't going to cough next time, you know? Right. But now he hands me something else that looks similar to a cigarette. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, now that I'm older, I know exactly what that <laughs> bugger has me, you know? But uh, it was rolled, and uh, it was a joint. And uh, he said, now do the same thing you did with the cigarette with right. this, you know? And I did, and... Sure, shit, I'm coughing my ass off, and their buddies or his buddies are just laughing, man. You know, and so I, it was I in front good. of a crowd of people. Yeah, I felt really good. You know, it was like the socialism of it. You know, right? So uh, that brought me into that that world of of uh, outsiders. You know, at a very young age. Wow, that's so it really piqued my interest to <laughs> to keep going. You know, and yeah, I wouldn't change it a bit. You've been an avid consumer then of of marijuana and tobacco since, no breaks, um, no real breaks in between. No, I mean when I joined the military, I had to stop smoking cigarettes and pot, mm -hmm. um, altogether for three months. Right, and then after that, I was able to sneak in, you know, smoking cigarettes, <laughs> you know, on the weekends and shit when I was able to, and yeah. uh, when you can get away with it you'd smoke i did smoke pot in the military uh twice one was on base one was during training on base <laughs> and uh it was i was standing up on it was like an ait you only have four people to a room okay you know and we have like this whole up room it's much like a regular apartment right you know but only bedrooms yeah i've seen them so yeah okay so we're standing up on the toilet you know blowing what we packed into a cigarette, you know, <laughs> into the fucking vent. And we're the last room, you know, we're the last room. So the, the vent is going right outside. So I remember doing that as kids too. You know, right. You yeah. know, to get away with it. I mean, it was really funny because it was like, turn the shower on. So there was a bunch of steam too. Right. Yep. <laughs> you got to turn that fucking shower on, man. But oh, uh, man. sometimes we wouldn't, you know, but that was how we smoked our cigarettes too. Right. would stand up and, uh, you wouldn't just go outside. Bed. Couldn't, you know, I mean, it wasn't as convenient. You're in your room more of the time, uh, so you had to hmm. um, break the rules like that, you know? Right. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, that, that was my first time smoking pot in the military. 
And we found it just right out of Walmart Park and that. Just straight up. Just, you know, we're like, where where are we going to fucking find some pot, man? Right. Like, neither of us are in our home state. So, uh, walk the street, man. Do it the ghetto way. Do it the way you grew up, you know, and go find that shit. Fucking just give them the the whole weed signs, like, you know, like, hey, man, you got any bud? Is that how you did it as a kid growing up? Yeah, Yeah. for sure. You always had to, like, Go some real iffy looking motherfuckers, man. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, man. It was that was some scary times. Over twenty bucks, you'd be fucking afraid for your life. <laughs> you <know? laughs> it was like, is this motherfucker gonna like pull some shit and like shank you or something? You ever have that happen? Over twenty bucks? Oh, I mean, we've had some serious uh, goes with you know someone that jacked simple pot money. You yeah. Know? Oh, I've had that happen as well. And yeah, I mean, my, it pissed my cousins off something mm-hmm. fierce, man. And it happened when I wasn't there. But he came back to the house and got me. And he was like, get your shit kickers on, man. Let's go, you know. <laughs> and I'm throwing on my boots and shit. And I'm bouncing out. I had no idea what happened, you know. But now we're on the hunt for this dude that I have no idea what he looks like. All I know is that, you know, he's native, you know. Mm-hmm. And we ended up finding him. Dude was like drunk off his ass off the money that he was supposed to go and get the fucking weed with, and right. my cousin ended up laying him the fuck out, and and then you know the guy said he was gonna get him the money, and they ended up bringing him all the way to this fucking uh, into the projects, right? And my god, dude, that was like the scariest moment in my life. Oh, you were with this whole time? Yeah, yeah. And how he much money is this over? Twenty bucks. <laughs> Twenty fucking bucks, dude. And was your cousin employed at the time? No, no, he wasn't. He was living with me and my mom, my sister, and that was just hard So times. $20 was a lot of money. To us, absolutely. Yeah. You know, growing up, 20 bucks was like a whole week's paycheck, you know? It's like, right. fuck, we got some money to blow. But, uh, yeah, it ended up bringing us right into the projects, man, and all of a sudden these... Fucking gangbangers just started coming out of everywhere, yep. dude. It was scary. <laughs> and this dude that my my cousin just laid the fuck out twice, mm-hmm. dude. Like, dude got up, stop hitting me, <laughs> bam, just hit him again, just dropped him again, right? Yeah. And now this dude that was just like begging for my cousin to stop is now like hooting and hollering, like, oh yeah, oh shit, oh. and we're like, oh, oh no. fuck, man, yep. you know. Sure shit, man. They're all coming out, man. They're circling us, man. It's just me and my fucking cousin. My cousin's the only one that like is like my age now, twenty eight, you know, and I'm fifteen, you Jeez. know, and I I got these serious gang bangers yeah. ready to fuck our shit up, man. But they respected my cousin for actually standing up over twenty fucking bucks, dude. <laughs> dude, the leader, man, was like which one of these motherfuckers did that shit? And he pointed at the motherfucker that was hooting and hollering, got his ass dropped twice. Right. And the the leader dude steps up to this dude, man, and knocks someone, you know? He was like, you bringing that <laughs> shit back here, man, in my fucking hood? And it was, like, so awesome because he was, like, just standing up for his own, you know, area. Right. You know, it's like, you bringing that fucking kind of attention back here over 20 fucking bucks. You right. know, you're going to get all of us <laughs> fucking caught up for over 20 fucking dollars that you tried jacking from this dude. Right. So it, it really totally, like, was one of those good feelings that, you know, you stand up for what, you know, is yours. So you no know? no violence besides the dude no. getting dude smacked down three times. Right, three times. <laughs> Twice by my guy, once by his, you know? That's funny. 
So, I mean, yeah. Did you get your money back or did just the lesson get learned? No, the lesson was learned. He said, uh, you got two hits off and I'll charge you 10 bucks a hit and you got your money back, hmm. you know, and, cool. and he let us walk, you know. So that's the way how that played out. You yeah. Know? But underground shit, you know, like, why would you, we shouldn't have to, you know, go get our pot that way. Right. You know. And oh, that, yeah. We, yeah. That's just a huge lesson to be learned right there. It just really makes you grow up and and really feel that you know it's oh like, it, it's been the most interesting thing um just smoking pot having to be a criminal right. during the whole process oh, that's like exactly what the whole and, like you and can risking you, your life you can be inside your house minding your own business as much as you want and you're there's still that little hint of you being a criminal there like anyone could come right. to the door and right. all of a sudden i'm a criminal and i'm even inside my own house it's the worst right. feeling ever being judged yeah like you're some other way outsider like yeah you're not even a part of their club and <laughs> shit anymore it's like what the fuck are you serious like and it, it's so funny when when you hear people talking in states like colorado or california about pot about how it's just it's nothing to them it's like <laughs> like right. they're going to buy you know a case of wine you know right. it's nothing to them right and us we're like trying to we, not go to jail on the pedestal for it. you know oh. it's like we we admire it but in the same sense, it's, you know, we have to watch our back just mm-hmm. to get it, jump through those hoops and yep. call a guy that knows a guy then see if that guy's got it. And if not, you got to call your other guy and see if that guy and you knows don't, his guy. And you don't know, you know, what exactly, Where it's what, what you're from. getting. You don't if know the percentage of the THC, or... the CBD, what strain yeah. it is, indica, yeah. sativa. You, you don't know any of that. So it's, it's just a crapshoot every time, you know. Yeah. And I mean, you might be someone who's actually, you know, Maybe one type of pot actually works with you, and every time, you know, three out of four times, you're getting the crap, right. you know? I mean, it's just, it, it sucks for us. Right. And it's not, you know, it, it literally is, you know, the medicinal part of it. Mm-hmm. And if you're not getting what <clears throat> you need, you're not getting the medicinal part out of it. Right. You know? Yeah, like like me, <clears throat> I actually prefer um, less THC. I prefer more CBD where it's more of a body high. Right. Um, whereas some people enjoy more THC where it's more of a head high. I, right. Everyone's different, but you don't get a choice. You get to either buy it when they got it or go without. And it's, it's a, it's a roll of the dice every time. Yeah. So going on that, what is your drug of choice now? Definitely always been marijuana. Always marijuana. Always marijuana. I, I mean, other than nicotine, you know, mm-hmm. I have to have this bullshit and the only reason why I have to have it is because I fucking got addicted to it. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I like oh, yeah. this fucking shit. I don't admire it for nothing, you know, and I have to have it. Mm-hmm. I just fucking have to have it or I'm going to go fucking crazy. You know, a heroin, mm-hmm. you know, and pot is my, my mellow one to where it can kind of drive some of these high nerves that I have, you know, anxiety yeah. down so I can just relax because... If I can't, you know, sometimes I can feel like I could have a heart attack at a young age, too. <laughs> you know, and yeah, having yourself mellow out really kind of helps you through a, a lot, you know, especially shit that I've gone through. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So uh, what other drugs have you done besides nicotine, pot? Uh, nicotine, pot, I've done uh, cocaine, I've done crack. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've done crystal. Um, meth, you mean? Right, yeah. crystal meth. Um, I've done shrooms, ecstasy. 
uh, 2C. I think the one I had was 2CE. Okay, yeah. I um, My first guest talked about uh, some of those. Those are like a disassociative drug where you have um, ego death, essentially. Like the drug is like made just pure ego death. What was your experience on that? That was by far like... Th- and that was something you snorted? That was, yeah. I mean, I guess there was, you know, you could ingest them, mm-hmm. you know. Um but everybody at the fucking place was like, no, no, yeah, fuck, dude, let's try this. But but everybody would know, that, you know, hey, Joker Slab's here, you know. <laughs> and we can't, you know, mention anything else other than pot because, you know, I was, I'm real mellow. You know, that's all I really want my, my friends to experience It's just, just smoke pot, man. You know, it's all good. But right. I'm a fucking hypocrite because I fucking do this. You know, I lash out and I I try new things, you know, because it's, you can't knock it until you try it kind of thing, you know. It's like, is this really what I've been taught? Because now all I've been taught is a bunch of fucking lies. So Mm -hmm. now I actually have to try this shit. Yeah, that's what I said the first episode of this podcast. Is this thing, I want it to be an anti-dare movement because dare... it ruined a lot of lives. I mean, it told us yeah, just say no absolutely. instead of ask a question. Right, why, right, you know? Right. And a lot of totally people, agree. a lot of people did drugs that they never would have done if they had just been able to ask questions. Right. If things weren't taboo yeah. to talk about them. I mean, nowadays, if you just try and have this conversation with someone, like they look at you like you're crazy. It's yeah. it's really unfortunate. Yeah. So, anyways, you were saying your your experience with with two CE. Yeah, so apparently I got this red pill. Like, the fuck if I knew what it was. You in the Matrix? Whatever, <laughs> man, straight up, man. I went right into the Matrix. Um, but, yeah, snorted it. And it was, like, by far the worst idea I've ever had in my life. Really? Because, like, for me, I, I am pretty paranoid with trying new things kind of like deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it... it for a hallucinogen, it's kind of a scary thing. But for this, I had no idea what it was going to do. How long did it last on you? Oh, fuck, man. That, that was a good ride. That was uh, probably about 10, maybe even 12 hours. Really? Yeah. That long? It was the whole fucking thing, man. It was, you snorted this shit. And I remember like six fucking hours of just pain. Really? You know, in my fucking nose, you know, it's just like snorting battery acid. It was absolutely horrible. Right. You know? Uh, so it was like six hours, and I'm having hot and fucking cold flashes. <laughs> I'm rocking back and forth like a fucking addict, dude. You know, I right. can't sit so in one you spot. <laughs> you know? I'm going from one spot to another, outside, inside, you know, outside it's fucking winter and I'm out there with nothing, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm overheating on the inside. Finally, I get to this point to where I'm outside and I have like eight blankets and I'm the only motherfucker out of like 12 <laughs> people outside here rocking back and fucking forth. Are you, are you having visuals at this time or are you, or I'm are basically you just thinking like weirdly? So into this, my own world of, you know, where I'm at, like everything was really clear, mm-hmm. you know, like it really kind of seemed like this peaceful place, you know, but in the midst of all that, 
my body is just going crazy on like how should I feel right now? Right. You know, should I feel hot or should I feel cold or should I feel, <laughs> you know, what? Like it was going through like this scramble, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but when it mellowed out, you know, that was when the pain finally stopped. Right. You know, that's when I actually got to enjoy it, you know, because then it was my my friends came outside. You know, they they included me. No, they came outside and we went for a walk. Mm -hmm. And I remember like looking down at this fucking trailer park. You know, looking down the the road and just seeing all the lights just going off. You know, it was like right. I don't know, like a tunnel vision. You know, and you snorted the whole pill. You said, yeah, maybe you should have snorted half. I maybe you know, it's like. <laughs> You, you kind of wonder, like, and it really did seem odd because mine seemed a little bigger than my buddy's. Right. And my buddy is, like, fucking Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> you know, like, straight up, dude, I love this guy. Yeah. You know, love him. And he's strangely going down the same path as Ozzy Osbourne. He, he would be great, mm -hmm. you know, to talk to. Um, unfortunately, he just got brain damage. Uh, the last I heard. Really? Yeah, his mom ran him over. Well, that's odd. Very. And unfortunate? Un very unfortunate, and I think she was out of her fucking mind, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know? What, um, oh, it was intentional? I don't know. Hmm. You know, I, I got little information on the situation. Yeah. You know? Not enough. You know? But if that's true, man, it's terrible yeah you know, i love that guy you know like i respected him so much he had he had a stutter mm -hmm. you know and i i don't know i have no idea why i was like really rooting for that guy even though like he was so hard into drugs mm -hmm. i i felt like i was a good friend to him so like i don't know we got to be good friends so so how did your trip end on the 2ce then it was a a mellow drop for yeah. me you know it, it just kind of eased off and got lighter and lighter and i got, eventually got tired and and then ended up going to bed you only did it that one time yeah yeah Fuck <laughs> you know, i'm not gonna spend another six hours in pain dude just from the sheer snorting of it yeah you see know? that drug and like pcp and um oh there's this other one that they're starting to use for depression now i can't remember what it's called um, but yeah, those have always um, intrigued me. I've been, in, you know, interested in trying them. Yeah. Um, but you said you did ecstasy, so you do that a lot. No, that was another one of those ones that you know came my way mm -hmm. and uh, fell into my lap a few times. Yeah. You know. Um, now, do you know which kind of of ecstasy you got? Because also this one. I mean, I because I, I mean, it's 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 MDMA. Mixed with uh, right. different drugs. Right. So do you know what? what I guess it was, was a meth based. Yeah, a speed based. Uh, a speed based, yeah. right? Um, ecstasy pill. Um, they were blue dolphins. Okay. You know, and uh, I took two double. Was it double caps? I, I wouldn't even know. I've never had them. So yeah, double caps. Or is that what you the the terminology? Double stack. That's Double right. stack. Double stack. Okay, I've never uh, rolled. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'd, that's I'd what like they kept to. Calling it too. I'd like to actually try some pure MDMA. I think they Dude, call it Molly was, or something. Um, that was like probably my best, one of my best highs that I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Actually, ecstasy was 
probably one of my favorite drugs to ever ever have done. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was really happy that I did it. <laughs> and the circumstances that happened with taking it um, were really funny. You know, to me, because mm-hmm. like I remember, like first time ever trying it, my buddy uh, looks over at me, and I'm taking a huge swig off of my Mountain Dew. Right, right, and he's like, "Oh, I think you're shit, supposed to drink dude. water when you're on." <laughs> yeah, he looks right over at me. He's like, "Oh shit, dude, you really shouldn't be drinking soda." You know? <laughs> and not thinking of anything, you know, because I don't know at this point. Right, this is, this out, is the oh, first time you've ever yeah, done it. Out of fucking nowhere, dude. Like I didn't feel sick or anything, dude. Mm-hmm. Just, just an explosion <laughs> out of my mouth of green foam, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It was terrible, you know. And I'm, right. I'm trying to catch it all, but it stopped. You know, <laughs> finally it stopped. It was like a quick burst, and it just stopped. Right. You know, but it was terribly embarrassing. But after that, <laughs> I felt great, you know, and I was able to enjoy my my uh, trip again. This was at just a friend's house. You weren't in a club no, setting. No, this was my house actually. Okay. Uh, my little studio ass apartment I had right as I got back. Uh, in 2009 or 10. I think I remember that place. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> you listening to music and stuff while you were on it? Well, yeah. Yeah. We used the the thing on the computer where it like changes everything mm-hmm. up with the music. An equalizer or whatever. Equalizer, the, yeah. What, or is it the visualizer? Something. Right. The remember. visualizer. There we go. Whatever. Yeah. That fucking thing is a trip when you're on it. Mm-hmm. The thing about, you know, the X though is you're feeling it. You know, it's such an amazing feeling throughout your body, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like, once you take it, you're so in-depth with everything. It's like you're feeling the music. Yeah, you're you're in a world that's that's a lot different, you know. You're using a different, you know, um, a sense of Mm -hmm. your body, you know, to experience. Sounds like something like what happens when you're on shrooms. Right, you know, right. it it is kind of you know, kind of like shrooms, you know, mm-hmm. in that aspect, you know. And how many times do you do that? You said just a couple. Yeah, just a couple times, and uh, each time was just a very memorable time, you know, because mm-hmm. it was just a very nice, relaxed. And you just take one pill piece. at a time, or a couple? No, or... I took two at a time, yeah. two double stacks at a time. And did you so. eventually switch over to water instead of mud? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, orange juice. <laughs> so. It was one of those things that uh, you had to learn from a, a mistake. Right. You don't repeat the same Yeah, mistake. you know, some people don't actually get to learn. Some people end up, you know, they go to a club, they take the stuff, and oh, they yeah. just don't drink. And they just blow chunks at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they end up in, you know, the ER, hopefully, and, yeah, and get better. Right, but, you know, unfortunate, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, I, I really stressed about with other drugs was, like, just take it responsibly, you know. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to do it, do it with other I, people. I, yeah, if I ever do and, a drug, I try and research at least, you know, right, you pros, know, cons, how you do it, safe way to, to do it. I mean, because it is something very serious, you yep. know. It is not to be taken lightly. And if you're going to do it, you know, don't be just a crazy college chick, <laughs> you know. Oh, hey, you know, and, <laughs> and find two fucking, you know, X pills and down them. Right. Especially when your body mass is, you know, so thin and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, who fucking knows? I don't. I'm not a fucking doctor. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know your recommended dose. So you're saying you know? try your drugs in, in a safe setting like your house don't first. Don't listen to your fucking friends. Right. You know, and they Doing say, drugs oh, just on the take whim. two, you'll be right. You know, like, no, take two and you're going to go to the extreme. Take one. And, right. And, and ease your way up, at least for the fucking first time. Right. You know, I mean, just see if your body's going to take it or reject it, you know. Just be, be unsafe about it. Yeah. Now you said you've also done shrooms. How many times have you done those shrooms, man? I've done those countless times now. Oh wait, but is... before we go to shrooms, um, would you consider doing ecstasy again? That's a drug that you enjoy. You you wouldn't mind doing I it over. I would actually do X again. Yeah. yeah. Would you do it ecstasy or would you want to do the the MDMA form or or maybe cut with something else other than speed? See, I'm one that. As soon as I try one thing, mm-hmm. and if I did like it, I don't want to change it. Oh, really? Because I, yeah, because I, I figured that's the one that works for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need to take it to any more extreme. You know, I don't need to to know anything else. I feel like that was that was the make and model that I needed. <laughs> you know, it was like the the dog I always admired. Right. I finally got. You okay. Know? <laughs> it was it was definitely you pick one and you stick with it. You know, for me anyway. Okay. Because. You venture off too much, you don't know. Right. You just don't know what's going to happen. So I'd take my risks seriously, I guess. <laughs> okay, so mushrooms, you said you've taken them countless times. Yeah. Um, what was the what what was the first dose you took um the first time you did them? First dose with a half faith. Okay. You know, yeah. And uh that was a real good experience cuz you know, I I've never had a bad trip. Really? You know, so it How old were you when you took this this uh, first dose of mushrooms. My first one, I just came back from my wreck, and uh, it was okay. about '09, you know. And uh, I'm you, hanging out. You were how old? Uh, twenty, twenty-one. Okay. No, I was twenty-one, twenty-two, maybe. No, I was twenty-one. <laughs> I was twenty-one anyway. And uh, yeah, I came back, sitting in the back shed in the fucking trailer park, same trailer park I yep. took with Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> the fucking the the two C. A.K.A. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> right, A.K.A. Uh, but same guy sitting and chilling in the shed in the back. Right. And I remember looking down the shed, you know, just towards the door. It was like fucking four feet. Mm-hmm. It looked like I was looking down a hallway, dude. Yeah. Like it was just elongated. And then like it was really weird because it was elongated and then it went down, like way down. Mm-hmm. But I could, it was like me looking straight, man. It was like, what the fuck, dude? You know, like, <laughs> it was it was a really good. You know, how how long did it last for you that first time? Dude, that first time, um, just a couple, you know, probably quite a few hours. You know, mm-hmm. six hours, maybe even eight hours. A lot of giggling. Um, fuck yeah, just yeah. couldn't stop. You know, kept pointing out everything. And you weren't scared at ups- all this when you went into it. You knew what you were doing when you when you did them. No, I was I was hesitant. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but this was something I've I've heard nothing but good things from. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the reasons behind it of being like a natural thing, right? And uh, so I was actually a little bit more lenient with this one. You know, so I, I thought I would enjoy it a lot more because I'm definitely more of a if it grows naturally, you know, right. it's a natural thing. You really can't hate on that fucking thing because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pure, baby. <laughs> Do yeah, it. that's maybe why I had a bad trip. I my only um, propaganda of this mushroom was from general media, whereas you take it and then you go crazy. And I probably never would have done them if my girlfriend didn't get them from someone at work and bring them home. And I'm like, really? I guess I'm not gonna be the pussy. <laughs> right, right. 
Yeah, so it was good until I realized I was tripping balls, you know, three and a half hours into it. Right. Um, that's interesting, though. You've never had a bad trip never on mushrooms. Had a bad trip. Dude, what's the most? Uh, what's the what's the biggest dose you've ever taken? Ah, uh, shit. Um, what would you think? For for me, it was a quarter. I would think three, and... two and a half. No, I think it was. Uh, it was either two, maybe. Maybe more than two grams. So uh, almost an eighth. Right. Yeah. You know, so like I Well three three point five is an eighth, right? Yeah. So we're pu- we're pushing just past just know, a little eighth, over a half eighth, eighth you yeah. know. But for me that's what I like. You mm-hmm. know, I don't need the extreme. I, I need the mm-hmm. the giggles, the good old giggles, mm-hmm. you know. Those are fucking awesome to me. And if you can't laugh, you know why I do it. Mm-hmm. You know? And um it gets me to that point where I am hallucinating, you know. Right. I am seeing, you know, shit that that isn't supposed to be moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that shit is stationary as fuck, but it's moving, you know. Right. Um, the last time I, I uh, used shrooms, I watched uh, Mad Max Fury Roads. Oh, that recent. That recent. Nice. Yeah. How many did you? How many? Uh, did that was you take? probably. I was no. That was I that had was to split two? a small amount. Uh, unfortunately. So mm-hmm. it was about a half eighth a piece. Yeah. And uh it was still a great ride for me because I, I just don't need that much. See, I would not see I, I really don't enjoy watching movies when I'm tripping. Normally I don't either. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. But this movie in particular You know, I was just gonna say because of the way Fury Road is shot where it's a continuous sorry, spoiler alert, it's a continuous Right. action movies exactly, that might man. mix perfectly with a mushroom trip because you're going in waves oh, you come man. to and you're like oh man he's still going and then the wave hits again you start Dude. giggling man i felt like i was on shrooms when i saw that movie um with the guy <laughs> with the guy on the with the guitar the flaming yeah. guitar every time i saw him Dude. i could not stop giggling i'm like that is o- over the top shrooms, ridiculous man. oh man it was awesome that's it was probably you saw that in the theater? No, unfortunately not. Okay. But my my home is like a movie theater. Mm-hmm. You know, we we got it loud. We had the the system all hooked up to it, to where it was like nice surround sound. Yeah, this dude's on the front of the fucking thing playing the guitar. You know, jamming out. I'm cripping my fucking seat. <laughs> I'm like, you know, peeling back off. Yeah. You know. And, and, it was just so crazy because I was like, "Oh my god, dude!" Yeah. Like it, it just wouldn't stop. It was so extreme, and it, being on shrooms, you'd think, you know, dark, evil stuff is gonna start, you know, taking right, over it and does bring for you me. down to it's this. Not fun for me. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. Is like, I I even thought that way before I even took the shrooms. Right. You know. So I was like, I hope this doesn't send me into a bad trip. Mm-hmm. You know. But when I did watch that shit, it was just so extreme. I, I was laughing because I got you were having a good time. They the were whole time. running through little tunnels, dude, and there were like twenty of them in the same fucking the shot. Spoiler alert: goes you know? forever, right? You know, <laughs> uh, but they're just so fucking fast, and they're yeah. chasing them, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so into it. You and know, like was this I'm the first time chased. you saw the movie too? Yeah, no, no, it was my second time oh, okay. watching the movie. I was gonna say the first time seeing it, I think it'd be even better, like you know, tripping oh, yeah. and seeing it for oh, the first absolutely. time. Because when I honestly, when I went to go see that, I didn't know what I was getting myself into because I'm a fan of the original Mad Max movies, yep. And 
I was not expecting this the way it is. Um, yeah. Think, was a... could, is there if we smoke some more pot? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it's just the cigarettes, really. <laughs> oh, my bad. Dude, dude. pot is like, um, I just recently started smoking pot again. I quit doing everything. I was only doing water and food. No joke. Those are some For crazy drugs, just about bro. four straight months. <laughs> I've heard about and those then, drugs. <laughs> And then I went to the state fair and I um I got an Arizona iced tea. I didn't I was looking for no caffeine thing. It didn't say it had caffeine. It and does, it de- definitely it? has caffeine. Well, yeah, I does. was buzzing like a motherfucker. <laughs> and then I started <laughs> then, I, <laughs> then I started drinking coffee after work and it it spiraled from there. I then took a hit of pot and it was like I was high for the first time. Oh uh, yeah. It was it oh, was that, bad. Yeah, that brings me right back to the beginning fucking thing. The second time I used pot mm-hmm. uh, overseas okay. in the military. You were overseas this time and you're smoking yeah, pot? Dude, I was in Iraq. Isn't it like really crazy illegal over there? Yeah. Like people like get their us, hands chopped off like just for having pot? Well, no. I mean, they they have like the opium thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like a lot of the opium field shit going now, on. Now, could you overseas. get that too? You could you know as a matter of fact we had uh, a drug bust on our base um <clears throat> i wasn't there when it happened you know or anything like that but uh mm-hmm. it was one of those things that you did hear about <laughs> it was one of those places you did go right you know so you just didn't understand that that was happening as well you know oh thank you um and that was just in a market a haji market that they would sell shit you know they didn't understand that they were selling drugs to our soldiers as well, you know. Um, but anyway. So you didn't buy it from um, no, no people there? You bought this, it from people on your base? I didn't buy it from anyone. So I'm sitting in my hooch. What, what's a hooch? A hooch is just a place where you you, you live. This is this is your home, man. You know, it's, it's like a trailer that's split three ways, two people to a fucking room. You do have an air conditioner that breaks down like all the fucking time. <laughs> it's fucking Iraq, dude, you know. Power outages, you know, all the time, you know. It's fucking a bunch of bullshit. If you ever tried living in the desert, you know. Um Okay. But uh I'm i I'm just chilling in my hooch and there's a loud knock at my door, man. I almost shot the guy. <laughs> you know, in a fucking Iraq, dude. I'm I don't I wasn't playing games, you right. know. Like when I heard that shit, I almost shot my friend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad, you know. And uh I was like, Who is it? You know, he was like, It's Williams, you know. I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh hey, what's up, man? You know, like open up the door and this dude seemed to have like this Did you say it's Willis with the black in no, intonation? No, no it's, it's Williams. <laughs> <you know>? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> almost anyways same, yeah. good friend of mine you mm. know uh he's at the door big old motherfucking beast mm. guy you know and uh he, he comes into my room man and he's like not like my friend at this point you know like he is like coming at me and like he's making me feel really small at this time you know and he's like who's your best friend dude and i'm like you are man what the fuck you know what okay. i'm sitting down yeah. and i'm like <laughs> You know, what what the fuck did I do wrong? You know, like, this dude, no joke. And he asked me again, you know, he's, like, coming at me, like, he's going to hit me or some shit, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, who's your best friend? You know, I was like, you are, dude. Quit fucking (laughs) with me, you know? And finally, at that point, I'm, I'm, like, cracking a smile, like, you're fucking with me. I know you are. Right. Sure as shit, man. He fucking throws his bag of pot right on my fucking lap. And I'm sitting there in awe. (laughs) Like, 
what the fuck? Right. How? Dude, it was like literally Christmas, you know, for me. It was like, <laughs> holy shit. How long had it been since you had last Six smoked? months. Oh, geez, yeah. Six months. I know what that's like, geez. Sober, man. And dude, when I got that, we packed just a little bit. A little bit into a cigarette, mm-hmm. you know? The guy who gave it to you? Yeah. And uh, we walked around on base on a desert. It was like walking on a beach everywhere. <laughs> right, you know? but no water. <laughs> no fucking water anywhere unless it's on a crate, mm-hmm. you know, and bottled, <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, we, we ended up going walking, uh, trying to stay away from a lot of people, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, soldiers are walking around out there. You're being watched constantly, dude. There's predator drones everywhere, dude. It oh, was geez. like one of the craziest fucking times, dude. Like you're smoking marijuana <laughs> as a government agent, you know, like right overseas, you know, and in a combat zone, man. And I, I you sound know? like a real pussy. I just said I didn't smoke for three and a half months, and I, I smoked one, right, one or two puffs, and I felt like I was tripping balls. Yeah, it was. I, imagine what it must have it. been like for you. And it was what six months you said, and you're overseas in a combat zone, right, on base, on base. Yeah, and you know anything can happen. You know, mm-hmm. at any given time, and to do that, really, like I kind of like how you high had did to you lose get? it. Uh, to do something like that. Mm. And uh, I got really fucking high. <laughs> I, I would, yeah. It was like my first time all over again. And mm-hmm. being as it's Like your a body felt like it was beach, buzzing. and yeah. yeah. You know, like I was extremely high and my depth perception was off. Mm-hmm. Because it was like walking around on a beach. You know, it's, it's hard to walk on a beach. Right. You know, especially with boots and a fucking loaded <laughs> weapon with you, oh, you know, like, <laughs> just slung around your shoulder, you know. But how many fucking people can say they did that? Right. Yeah. You know, how many? Like 1% go and join the military. Well, not well, many that people. 1%. Not many people can openly say that, let's say. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, you know what? I, I really kind of got the fuck it's. You know, from the government, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, I didn't support the government then. I don't support them now. I support the people and I supported everyone else that was actually giving up all them fucking rights, yeah. you know, just to do this, you know, to be told what the fuck to do, to jump when they say jump, to fucking dive when they say dive, right? you know, doing everything you're fucking told, regardless of your personal beliefs, your innermost deepest feelings mm-hmm. you gotta do shit man that you don't want to do yeah you know plain and fucking simple and it sucks you know but if you're if you ever did go and join you see these people that really do this you really do find some of the best fucking people you really? know and they've been on drugs mm-hmm. you know i've talked to so many of them man and they've all told me of their street times you know like right growing up much like me you know great stories that y'all share with each other around these circles, mm-hmm. you know, just, you don't have pot, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you, it, it's much like having pot, you right. know, <laughs> everybody just sits there and you learn from each other and you laugh about each other. And, and, uh, those people are, are, uh, oh, a whole nother breed, mm-hmm. you know, and to, to be able to say that you got to smoke with, you know, I think I smoked with three people. Uh, getting high anyway, mm-hmm. marijuana overseas, overseas yeah. in a war zone. <laughs> That's I think that you know to top that, 
I couldn't. Yeah, you really, got me on there. Know, I couldn't really top that. It was a once in a lifetime experience. I would never vacation there. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, I would never go back. Um, and to be able to say you did that when right. you had the chance. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I wish I could. I'm just never going to. Way, I'm never going to be able to say that. <laughs> oh, exactly. You know, so it's one of those honoring things. You know, it's was like, that the only drug that you did over there? Was pot? Yeah. You know, I mean, other than well, no, I take that fucking bag. <laughs> 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 I did. You know, drink. You yeah. Know, there was uh, packages that were smuggled. You know, <laughs> care packages because it's dry over them. there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You can't get shit. Um, and to purchase a drug deal over there, please, it's not Vietnam. You know, it's not that easy. Okay. You know, it's pretty hard. You know, it, it's it's like nowadays police in the streets, you know, they're a lot more sophisticated and they got a lot more ways to fucking catch you, yeah. you know, nowadays. So they're well aware of the drug uh, society and they're well aware that soldiers are going to break the rules. Right. You know? People are people. So they are going to keep an eye out. <clears throat> Getting drunk overseas what was that like that was you have to keep that as see, much that was a lot more scarier really i think that that yeah. would be you you'd be able to be more open about that see we were allowed to or be at least easier yeah um it's it is easier because mm-hmm. um, that happened a lot uh, <laughs> the, the scary thing is though is that sometimes you just don't know exactly how much you're ingesting mm-hmm. because it is mixed with uh other drinks that look like they're sealed, mm-hmm. you know, um, they're care packages that are, uh, scanned and they are looked through at times, even tested. Really? You know, it's, it was da- very daring of them to, to do this, you know, but, uh, they did it. It's like when I hear about people that get their, their weed in the mail yeah, and like, how absolutely. the fuck do yeah. you do that? Exactly. There's a lot more that goes through the mail than just that, man. And they send hard fucking shit through mail. Oh yeah, and, and it's it's ballsy, mm. you know. But it it can be done, you know. So that's what had happened over there, and uh, we were getting these drinks. And one time, man, it was just too plentiful, you know. And uh, I got a little carried away. <laughs> and the thing about me is, especially on my doped up fucking machine Terminator self that I was over in Iraq. Yeah, is because you know they. Pumped you up full of so many much shit, you know, like how many shots I got in one mm-hmm. like single day. Right, like there was a line that you think like that eight that had something to do with it. I, you know, what? I swear it did because you know, like I, I never got sick. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I, I, yeah, I think they have to do that regardless. Like anytime you go overseas to yeah. a different country, I think you have like you go to your doctor and they have to Im- immunize you for certain right. shit. Like right. if you're going to Africa, for right. sure, you need to get like some malaria shit. Oh, or, absolutely. We had anthrax like shots as well. Really? You know, and we had to take I didn't know they had shots six. for that. Yeah. Can I get a shot for that? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you need, there's six of them, and mm. you have to take them, you know, by stages. And uh, Does the needle it goes get bigger the, and bigger each goes, time? And it no. gets to a worse and worse spot each time eventually? It's, it's the head the of your dick? It's <laughs> the same terrible spot, man. Oh, okay. it's, it's actually right behind the arm. Dude, I hate needles. And Yeah. And, you know I hate the long needles. You know, I mm-hmm. I do tattoos, and I hate it when the doctor goes, "Oh, you got fucking tattoos, <laughs> motherfucker!" That needle is not eight inches long, oh, yeah, and, and like that fucking thick. You know, right. you gotta be fucking kidding me, motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, uh, they 
stick you with all these fucking shots. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I felt really, you know, souped up, man. I, I was so high off life, mm-hmm. I guess. Because it, I don't know. I thought so clearly that I felt like I was high, you know. It, really? was, it was a weird character that came out myself when i w- went over there did now you know? did you notice it happening before you went as you went or after you got there it was about a three-month deal where <clears throat> going getting there mm-hmm. was the most intense most serious fucking i felt like i needed to be, i was like on the block and there were gunshots <laughs> dude you know yeah. like i felt like i needed to be on my game the most because we're traveling around at this mm-hmm. point you know and it's it's one of those times where I, I'm just feeling the most vulnerable. You're smoking cigarettes at this time, too? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a constant for you? Right. Besides yep. that three months you had to not do it? Yep. Okay. But, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, we're riding around and just fearing for your life because mm-hmm. the enemy knew. I mean, just, <laughs> that's the, that was a constant play in my head. Was I couldn't the imagine. The enemy knew yeah. where we were right now. And if they hit us right now. You know, what kind of a fucking newscast is going to be playing over in America? You know, yeah, hundreds of fucking soldiers killed by one fucking guy. That one guy would be fucking honored. He'd be his fucking next Iraqi god. Yeah. You know, he'd be the one to look up to. <laughs> you know, if they ever knew some of the shit that we, you know, where we were and, you know, at moments that they could have taken advantage of. Right. You know, but anyway, you know. People sending that shit through the mail would get it. I got drunk one time, wrestled around with a buddy of mine. <laughs> and it, it was funny because we got so drunk. We were having that heart to heart moment, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you got that drunk. Th- that you mean. <laughs> drunk. We went, we went yeah. to the heart to heart. That's a special moment, drunk, yeah. He was, he's a great guy, man. I mean, everybody I knew in the military mm-hmm. was just so meaningful to me. And everything he was saying, I was taken to heart. But for some reason, I was just getting pumped up. And, like, I, yeah. I wanted to, like, argue, you know. And I was arguing with them. And then before I knew it, I was wrestling around with them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was just one of those things where I blacked out. Yeah. You know, and that's what I mean is it's so dangerous to do that. You know, it's, uh, especially off of hard alcohol, you can get drunk faster off of the smaller amount. You guys, so you guys didn't end up fighting, you mean? or I don't know. I mean, I, I really didn't remember that. You yeah. know? And from the next day, it didn't seem like we were hateful towards each other or anything. Mm. I didn't remember the night. He brought me home. <laughs> you know? So, like, it wasn't like I won. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was one of those ones I started playfully fighting, you know? Yeah. But it, yeah, I I've don't had remember those, going. I've had those where it's like, you know, you started off just wrestling, but... Uh, right, just the Yeah, wrestle. where it's like, it's like almost... Why does that out? always happen right when you're blacking out? Because it's almost the same exact thing for the me. The adrenaline like, rush? It's like it'll, st- it'll start with an arm through. wrestle, and then <laughs> the next thing you know, you're Greco-style Roman wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> then the next... Next right, thing, drop it on their the head, next you thing know? you got someone in a in a chokehold, <laughs> and then it just fades to black, Dude. and you wake up, and there's like vomit somewhere. <laughs> your shirt's torn. You're missing a sock. Dude, you can't find your shoes. I have a story just like that. <laughs> <laughs> just there's a like table that, flipped man. over. No one remembers anything, or they're pretending they don't. <laughs> I woke up in a hospital. Oh, really? And my buddy was raped. Like the bed down, mm-hmm. like across the way from me, and I had no idea. I, I just woke up, and here I am in a hospital, and 
Is this in the military as well? No, this is just drinking. I was just got sidetracked (laughs) off that story you were just saying, but we can go back to the military and stay on topic, you know. But uh, no, that's fine. But yeah, waking up in the hospital is not fun. Did were doctors surrounding you, or you just woke up? No, I woke up. I had the IV hooked up. Mm -hmm. You know, the saline bag. You know, I woke up and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like literally, like where in the fuck am I? Is this the zombie moment? Right. <laughs> you wake up and all of a sudden it's, it's, it's <laughs> shit. Am Resident I, Evil? You am know? I Rick Grimes? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. So I, I get up, man. I fucking whip that sheet over, and uh, there's my buddy right on the other fucking side, and his wife is just tending to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And I'm like, and they're both looking right over at me, so he's coherent, right. you know. But he's got this neck brace on, you know. And I'm like fuck you mm-hmm. know what the hell happened last night guys you know like you don't remember no obviously <laughs> i don't remember i just woke up in a hospital bed Jeez. you know how old are you at this ju- time i just got back from iraq man <laughs> i was 21 years old man i was 21 and i was i my switch was still very on yeah. you know and uh i got drunk with my buddy turns out i was wrestling around with them mm-hmm. and as soon as i wrestled out with them i blacked you know and as soon as i blacked out a recurring theme. I, I locked on to this guy. Literally, he walked me through what I did last night, you know? Yeah. And I locked on to him. And he said when he felt me lock on to him, it was like an actual scare to him, you know? Because really? it was like a, it was one of those locks to where this guy's not going to let go. Where it went from playful you know? to like aggressive. It, it went to like, very serious, very fast. Now we're you know? primal. Like, this dude definitely isn't my friend right now, <laughs> you know? And this, do you remember getting like I don't that? remember that at yeah. all. So I mean, which makes sense so like, scary, when you, you when know, you're blacked out like that, you you're using like the reptile part of your brain and yeah, dude, it was totally yeah. I I went rear naked choked that guy mm-hmm. and I full extended and I locked and dude, I just it locked yeah, blacking guy. out is not fun. I've done it no. several times and I had to give it up. It's yeah, it's I haven't I don't drink anymore. I and it's not like I was a heavy drinker. I would you know. We'd binge drink on the weekends, you know, when, yeah, in my early 20s. and Beer pong. We'd drink till, till we were, you know, blackout drunk. It only happened like right. three, four times, but, yeah, yeah like, uh, eventually, I don't know, alcohol stopped being, uh, it, it stopped it making me feel, anymore. yeah, it, it actually affected me differently, so I just yeah. gave it up. I, I actually enjoy smoking pot more. Oh, absolutely. There's nothing not to enjoy mm. about it. You know, you can actually function on this. Right, yeah, you know. yeah. That's the thing is you don't wake up like you know you what can't I have. Cancel your day. You know what I have noticed. I don't. You know. I don't. Um, since I started back up, I don't. I don't smoke before I go to work. Before I would smoke at least you know a one hitter before I went to like right when I woke up. But I also had an hour. I was sitting there drinking coffee. Right. I don't do that anymore. I just wake up and go to work. I come home and I smoke. Um, so all right. So back to your Iraq story. Um, how what what were the consequences for you for? For blacking out and well, luckily, I mean it. Luckily, this is my story, and I got to live through it. Because mm-hmm. in a war zone, you don't want to be doing that shit. You know? So you didn't have any negative consequences. I fortunately had no negative consequence. My buddy mm-hmm. was still coherent. I guess I was a lightweight <laughs> motherfucker, you know, <laughs> hanging with the big fellas, right? And. You know, he carried me back, as I said, and I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I was so blacked out. And if you're carrying me back, we're busted. Are mm-hmm. you fucking serious? Right. Someone's going to see yeah. you carrying me, bro. <laughs> you know? Someone's going to see me, car- you know, being carried. 
And Why somehow, is that private laid limply across your arms? <laughs> <laughs> right. Is this dude dead? Does he need, you know, an EMT or what? You right. Know? So he gets me back to my hooch, man, and I, I lay it on. Hooch. I'm, I'm passed <laughs> out on my, word, my bed, you know, or my cot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and apparently I fucking puke and... There's mm. there's a carpet that was right there that luckily was able to get folded up and thrown right out, <laughs> you know, and that took care of that mess, dude. But to know that that's what happened, that I had no control, I had no memory, right? In a war zone, I, I, dude, it was like one of the dumbest things I've ever done, right? You know, I mean, if there's dumb, that's that's dumbest, you know. So did you ever drink again while you were overseas? Yeah. After that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't stop. Yeah, yeah, it didn't stop because at that point I was I was like if there was a bomb alarm going off, like there was a mortar round coming in. Yeah. That that sound, a lot? Yeah, every fucking day. Every day there was a bomb coming in, you know. Yeah. So it was just so traditional, you know, and given a few months being over there mm-hmm. and fearing for your life for that prolonged amount of time and that extent of a fear, yeah, it it really drives you to a a sober, you know, very weird person. Like I that to describe myself, you know, and how I felt is is uh, weird. Just, yeah, just to describe myself because I felt odd. I did feel like very funny guy. Mm-hmm. But crazy motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the Joker, you know, the hence mm-hmm. Joker slap. You know, I came out with Joker slap overseas, but really? I did. Everybody was coming out with these, <laughs> you know, donkey punch things signs. and all this kind of shit. And I, I wanted to jump in there. I was like, well, how about you finish in your hand, then slap your bitch across the face? <laughs> Joker slap. <you> know? <laughs> and that's how that one came out, you know, but, um, I I went crazy, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. to the extent to where if there was a, a threat, I would go right knocking on that threat's door, you know. I would want some. Yeah. I looked for it. I wanted it to happen, you know. Give me a fucking reason, you know, at this point. You know, if, if you ever seen the movie Jarhead, yep. that hit the nail on the, I brought that same weapon, you know, mm-hmm. With me every fucking where I went, man. Me and that baby slept together every motherfucking <laughs> night, man. And I never got to fire at anybody. Yeah? Yeah. Now, is that so, disappointing for you? In a sense, it almost it almost feels like, you know, people you know, respect the people that are hardcore. You know, they're, they're the ones I got shot at. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, motherfucking... <laughs> I was there, too. Right. <laughs> but thankfully... Were, do you, For whatever reason, those odds just never came my way. Do you think you, you would know? have been able to if, oh, if it came up? Especially you, like being you were in that characteristic and, yeah. that I that I was at that point. I was one that was going to to die. Now you also you said know? you were you were psychotic at the time because of it. Now, how do you think you would have handled it if you had 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 to do it? You know. Well, that's the way it was. Yeah. I didn't have to do it. You know. Instead, I got to hear the remnants of what happened. Right. You know, so instead of actually being there for your brothers, you're there at their house while they're across the fucking street. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, you're never in the action Mm -hmm. really bothers the shit out of you because 
you joined to be in the shit. You joined to fucking kill somebody. You you joined because that's what you felt like that was what the nation was calling for. That you that's know? why you joined. That's why you know I joined because of my fucking brother, which is a piece of shit. You know I joined because I wanted his approval. Mm. You know I I tried to impress this guy my entire. He may life. listen to this. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. You know because like last time we talked, man, he said nothing good to me. Mm-hmm. And it was it was terrible, but anyway. So you um, joined because your brother joined. I joined because I felt that the only reason why I was alive at that point was because of my brother. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I would have committed suicide. You know, because yeah. life sucked. You know, growing up in the hood and growing up with a fucking shit. You know, parents. Yeah. You know, and and not having any fucking love. You know that hug that you really kind of actually need you know right you just weren't getting <laughs> you know? right straight up man it, was, it goes down to like the, the yeah you don't gotta you don't gotta shit. convince me man i you i know, know exactly right. how know. you had you it were you, right there. we met in the fucking hood well not, not you quite did not the have hood, it easy but we went to the hood you know yeah. yeah you lived like a few blocks away from my aunt dude you know east side you know yeah and uh that was not easy for me as well. No, yeah, I get absolutely. Uh, I get uh, panic attacks whenever I have to go down through the cities, dude. I hate it. Yeah, it's you know, I hate it so much. I mean, that feeling of of actually being in a prison, yeah, you know, is the way I describe it. Yeah. It's like how is yeah, how is it exactly. going to school? It was like going to prison mm-hmm. every fucking day and having to fight for your life. Yeah, in, you know, in fifth grade, um, when we left school, I used to have this kid that would. Uh, jump me after school so and we'd we'd all leave class in a line and instead of going out the front where he would you know wait for me i'd stay at the back of the line and then when we all rounded a corner i'd go out this uh, maintenance exit <laughs> and i would right. go and and jaywalk and eventually these motherfucking uh street guards you know the, the ones that help the little kids cross <laughs> the street they started writing me up for jaywalking <laughs> and they're like we're watching you every time now and i'm like are you fucking kidding me Oh, so now I had to I had to keep going out the front, and like my teacher got all mad at me. He's like, "Oh, you're you know, you've been going out the back exit this whole time." I'm like, "Dude, I've been doing it like all year." The asshole didn't notice. Yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, dude, East Side definitely gives me anxiety. Yeah, not a fun place, but you know what? Survived out of it, mm-hmm. made you a stronger man because of it. Dude, when I when I came up to North Branch, the first. Like the first night I was actually up there finally and I was going to sleep, I was crossing this little bridge to go to the house and there's this group of three kids walking across it and one of them throws up the east side symbol. <laughs> no shit. Oh, man. I, that was like me when I was a kid. Did it, it's Hold like, them. but right, but like in North Branch. I know. So right, far north. Exactly. Like, right. So what do you think your hood way up here? You're not hood unless you're I was in so the ma- hood, you dumbass. I dumb was so ass, many you know? emotions and like yeah. anger that was like zero of them, but it was like, yeah. it was one of the most ridiculous things I think I've ever seen. Like I wish I had taken a picture. I know, right? And, and like had one of those black frames and, and that said something above <laughs> yeah, it and below it. Has like it. a like, meme exactly, below like you see on Facebook. <laughs> exactly. You know, like one of those, I could definitely yeah. see that happening. It's like, when you think you're in the hood, but you're way the fuck up north, you know? Right. It's like. <laughs> it's in a small town. Right. In a small town, you're not in the hood. Right. Oh, you yeah. Know? Man. The pretend. As I gang. said, like getting, ch- you know, surrounded by some serious native. The, on- the, only, legitimate, the only legitimate people in the hood that can be an actual gang is uh, Juggalos. 
Juggalos. Yeah. Yeah. The only people who can legitimately group together anywhere in the world <laughs> and throw up that, the Juggalo that's very, flag. Very true. Very yeah. true. I got I got plenty of Juggalo they, friends, you know. They are they are cracking down on Juggalo and really? they are making it a gang. Really? They are. Yeah. That's so now if you are a Juggalo or Juggalette, you are considered a part of a gang. Really? That's yeah. fucking... Because the dude at the yeah. front of the trailer park has a fucking juggalo symbol <laughs> on, his, on his window. I know. Right. Yeah. And pretty soon, that's going to end up getting banned. You wow. know? Um, they're going to start making it a bigger deal because of the the violence that they see in the videos and the mm. the characteristics of the juggalo mm. and the juggalette. They're, they're marking it much like a gangbanger and violence, you know, intimidating, mm. you know, some bullshit they were making a new gang you know mm-hmm. they're seeing it more and more in prison you know so now they're gonna start uh i'd be i'm interested to see how that turns out i don't yeah. think that the juggalos are gonna stop doing what they're doing oh I, they won't no. it'll be hard i mean you're not gonna stop someone from wearing a commercialized shirt no. and say you're a gang member that's that's well, gonna be real hard you, for them to fight i, would, I could definitely see that you know? actually happening to where they could take you know, something that was that was very small. Yeah. You know, they started as a backyard fucking group, man, and then yeah. they ended up becoming some this big. <laughs> anyway, you know, and that big is fucking huge. Yeah. You know, they're big, man. Dude, and they're still big. They're Dude, I remember off. back when, like, in the mid-90s listening to them. And- right. They're like great Malenko, shit, I you think. know, right, <laughs> man. And that was a great one, dude. I liked the great Malenko. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, But, yeah, dude. All their CDs, you know, out of the, you know, out of nothing came something, you know, leading the way. That's why so many people follow them. Yeah, they said, you uh, know? fuck you to the to the system. We're going to do it our own fucking way. Yeah. And they made, like, their own did. genre of music, their right. own following. Exactly. And apparently their own gang. <laughs> right, right. Which spans the world, by the way. Like, there's Juggalos fucking everywhere. Everywhere. Like, you, like a, they're all, like, anonymous, too. but they're not yeah. anonymous. Right. Like, you yep. can tell exactly who's a Juggalo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've had you know black friends that are juggalos, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's oh not, yeah, it it's spans just like it spans races race too. Thing, like, so yeah, they're everywhere. That's you know kind of nice. <laughs> they're not just killing their own kind and shit, you know. But apparently, you know, they're getting that big to where they need to be a gang. So <laughs> saddening. Yeah. So all right, so you've done cocaine. You said what was that like? And cocaine. Was... When when did you first try that? That was back when I was thrown on probation. I turned 17 in jail, mm-hmm. and I, I got out, and I was you on probation. In, you were in jail when you turned 17? Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. So I got out. What were you in jail for? Do you want to say? You don't have to. Uh, yes, <laughs> they don't know my name. Sorry. <laughs> if, I was, I was in it's... for terroristic threats, and uh, I was... Uh, you know, going down the wrong path mm-hmm. with uh, a lot of wrong people, you know, growing up, born, raised East side, you know, that's yeah. what will happen. You know, you're going to go down to a shit path, but <clears throat> somehow I got like curveball way the fuck out <laughs> and, and was saved. Mm-hmm. You know, um, not, not everybody makes it out of the East side. How long did you, you know? how long were you in jail for the, for this uh, stint? Um, I was only in jail for 30 days and I got sent to, um, uh, Wilmer Treatment Center for a uh, um, psych evaluation. Mm -hmm. And then after I came back, I chilled for, I don't know, a few months. 
two months, maybe even three months, and then I got let out and went into a foster care. Yeah. Well, it wasn't straight into a foster care either. It was straight into this halfway house kind of <laughs> deal where it was like this old couple that kept us in the basement. Mm-hmm. And they had several kept kids. Yeah, several kids? Several kids just waiting for a foster home. Same age range? Basically, yeah. yeah. And same, you know, all boys, you know, we were kept mm-hmm. down in the basement. Weird fucking people. Mm-hmm. That was the, the place you really hope you didn't get as a foster right. home. <laughs> Lemony you snickets know? going they, on over there. They were like, yeah, they were like the halfway house. Like you, you met, you know, you stayed here until they found your foster okay, you know, yeah. family, and foster family came. My foster family just so happily wasn't a crazy old fucking couple. Mm-hmm. They were a Christian family that you know uh, really changed me around and got me to see a, a different side of life that wasn't East Side. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you know so a good thing came out of yeah, being tossed into the that, system that was probably like my best worst mistake yeah you know because it, it was a significant one that were so changed so you're on the up and up with this family how did you encounter cocaine that was through you know needing to smoke pot you yeah know, I, I needed to smoke it because i depressed you know mm-hmm. i was no longer with a family of mine you know i was alone didn't have my brother, didn't have my sister, didn't have my ma. Yeah. You know, and those are the only people I ever fucking knew anyway. Right. You know. And I wasn't with the, you know, the the cool kids anymore that I felt, you know, was my family. The straight dogs <coughs> that I ended up finding in East Side, you know, that right. we all, you know, deemed as family. You know, my little clique, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. As soon as I got out of there, man, I, I was very uncomfortable. How long did you stay with uh, your foster family? A year. A year? Yeah. So you were 18? A year. Yep. And uh, as soon as I turned 18, I was out. And, and that's when... So so you, you got to cocaine how? Because you needed to because smoke Because I was, I was uh, needing to get a high, you know. This and, is while you were still in foster care, though? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I got out of the, the system. I got out of jail or the JDC, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And... Uh, I really wanted to smoke pot, but I just couldn't, you know. How come? Because the probation. Oh, you, you were know. getting tested? And being a kid, you know, getting synthetic urine wasn't just mm. that, that fucking easy, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's so easy. <laughs> you can go to any head right, shop and you just know, get a little so bottle like, of it. Right, you know. And as long as you're not in a medical facility, you don't got to dick around with it exactly, too much. Exactly, So it wasn't that easy. So I, I turned to another drug, and I turned to it because it became available. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was coke, and so I started doing that with my buddy TJ. Mm-hmm. You know, and me and him were like really good friends, and my foster family had no idea that that's where I was going, and <laughs> that's what I was doing with my 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 buddy. Yeah, you know, but it was did only they know at his him? house. They did know him. Yeah. yeah did he come over and he look came respectable? Over and yeah, played yeah. that role, and you know, he's just a good friend of mine. You know. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mrs. Peterson, mm. you know, or whatever her name was, you know. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> yeah, uh, he would get it through his buddy, and his buddy was, you know, a city dude, mm-hmm. and we're way up in, you know, bumfucked Egypt, Minnesota. Right. And so this dude would come, you know, from the cities, and he'd bring up the yay. And my buddy would pay him. And that's what that's what you would call it, yay? Yeah, you know, yay or yayo? Yayo, you know, or yeah. yay, whichever, you know. But uh, 
and would just be out in the garage and mm. he had some dartboard out there and would fucking just snort fucking line and like, yeah, all right. And then just talk about how high we were, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny, you know. I was like, I feel my face, you know. It was like numbing out. And, right. You know, just talking about it a lot, you know. And then playing darts and shit. We just spent so many fucking hours out mm-hmm. there for no apparent reason, you know. His mom didn't keep good tabs of him, you know. <laughs> so it was like pretty good, you know, like. I just, all I would do is tell my foster family I was going to go spend the night at TJ's house. And, and you were able to pass urine tests? Yeah, because I was given notice. Cocaine? I was given notice when my probation officer was coming up mm-hmm. because he's from the cities. Okay. You know, and he felt like he needed to schedule the time. Oh. <laughs> so, so he would schedule the time, but I would know that, you know, hey, well, that's plenty of time for my shit to actually get legit clean. How long did it take? Uh, only three days. Really? You know, so only three days, cocaine's out of your system, hmm. and you can pass a piss test. That's pretty fast. Yeah. Especially when you're not doing it, like, a crazy... Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a, I'm a kid yet, you know, so it's not like we're doing it in abundance. As I said, you know, I'm really mm-hmm. light on how much I use, but I like getting high off that drug, you right. know? So, <clears throat> for me, it doesn't take as much to get me high, you know? It very light amounts, man. I'll fucking I'll dig it, you know. I'll expand it. I'll keep it going, you know. But I won't go big, you know. Go mm-hmm. crazy, you know, because I I like that control, and I like knowing that uh, if anybody else is going to do that, mm-hmm. at least somebody here is going to be able to help them. If <laughs> it boils down to it, mm-hmm. you know, if they how, are having how many tr- how many times did you do coke, and you know how long did you do it for? I did it for off and on for that year. Yeah. You know, that I was with the foster family. And then as soon as I moved, it became completely unavailable, and I just kind of lost it. You, you think you'd ever uh, do coke again? No. Um, I went to the dentist, mm-hmm. and the dentist took an x-ray of my mouth, and within that x-ray, they showed me my nasal passages, and they were showing me that my right one is significantly smaller than my left <laughs> one. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, and they asked, they gave me that ultimatum. They were like, either you've been hit in the face <laughs> that many times, like a fucking boxer, mm-hmm. you know, or you've been snorting cocaine. And this is while I am with my foster parents. I oh, cannot lovely. admit that. You know, so I'm like, yeah, I've been in a lot of fights, which is totally true, you know, <laughs> like totally true. And but I just don't remember getting hit in the face that many fucking <laughs> you times. You remember that many broken noses? No, no, I never had my face broke, nose broke, jaw broke, nothing. Yeah, broke. getting hit in the kidney really hurt my my nasal passages like yeah, that, <laughs> right? You know, um, but getting hit was a rarity to me. Normally, mm. I was the aggressor. You know, uh, unless I was getting jumped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know what that's like. I've yeah. had that happen. Unless I was times. getting jumped. Then, yeah. You, uh... you know what happened when uh, I went to the dentist and got my x-rays taken? You know what? You know what happened to my dentist? What's that? Uh, he, he heard ka-ching. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I just, I just got to go and get my face drilled. And yeah. Entire left, top and bottom side. Just, oh, you have cavities everywhere. Here we go. Yeah. That's what I fear when I go in. I got a half chipped tooth in there that's been half chipped for like a half a year, take man. Take care of it. Do you got any dental insurance? Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, take care of it. No, I, yeah. I need to. Yeah, uh, it's not as bad as you think it is. They'll build it up. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I had one that I thought was gone. Gone. It was like yeah. half a tooth. Yeah, yeah, they built it up. Right. Yeah. You said though, like you know, it it may eventually need to be um, capped with the crown right. or something, but for now, it's not getting filled with food, which is awesome because right. it was painful. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I avoided the dentist for years. I had some mental issues myself, and I finally the worst place to go. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know what? Now, honestly, um, I. I, I was severely depressed for many years, and then I did a huge heroic dose of mushrooms. I did fucking a, an entire quarter of shrooms. Wow. Yeah, and uh, I came out a completely better person. Uh, yeah. It cured me of my suicidal depression. Isn't that amazing? Oh, yeah. It's fucking amazing. So I'm, I'm, you know, now going to the doctor, going to the dentist. Yeah. Dude, when I go to the dentist, I found this dentist, and um, I was going to the U of M to get my teeth pulled when they were so painful I couldn't sleep. <laughs> so I went Man. from that, seeing the dentist that often, um, to now, you know, going to this dentist and, um, you know, getting my cleanings and shit like that and my fillings. And right. it's literally like going to a spa and getting your nails done. Right. Like, I I genuinely enjoy going to the dentist now, which is crazy because the the mindset to before... I was so deathly afraid of even sitting in that dentist chair, hearing that drill, getting stabbed with a needle, any of that. Oh, yeah. It was so terrifying to me. Now I could care. Just do it. I'll sit in the chair. Get, take my money. Do it. Right. Do it to my face. <laughs> it's the best money I will ever spend. Right. Yeah. Yes, people, if, you, if you've got dental issues, I guarantee you it's the best feeling. It, it'll be it's better than buying new shoes, honestly. Having, right, having, having work done on your teeth. Oh, better than new clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't ever have to take it off or change it, worry if it goes with anything else. Well, shit's built in you, <laughs> man. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, no, I saw I, I saw a thing on, uh, it's really funny, I got an episode about this. <laughs> this this one called Mental Health. I was sitting in a U of M uh, office, and this guy was going on. One of the things he said was he wanted to get shark DNA uh, put in his gums so when he loses a tooth, because apparently he's going to be losing right. teeth right. so fast that he needs to grow them so fast. The funny thing is that they're coming out with stem cell research to grow new teeth. Right. Like they inject it into your gum line and you grow, grow like grow. a new baby tooth. Right. And like that's crazy. Like it, it would it's come, a real tooth. Yeah. You and... you grow it yourself and it would completely fuck dentists. Like <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting fillings ever again. Right. right. I'm gonna rot this fucking fuck bullet. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking eat candy it. all fucking day and then I'm gonna <laughs> Have you pulled my rotting, disgusting, nasty fucking teeth? Right. And then you're just gonna put new ones in. I need some. Give me some new chompers, some new shiny chompers. I know I'm not even gonna brush anymore. Fuck that. Right. I I'll get new shiny ones when they when they come in. Right. Okay. Right. okay so, um, you said you did crystal meth. Yep. Um, was that a a, a long time thing, one time thing? Uh, no, uh, it was definitely not a one-time thing. It wasn't a long-term thing. Either, Can I no. guess, was it when you came back from Iraq? <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly, <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. Um, okay, so this is a recurring theme with you. It was, I had to find something, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I'll tell you, coming back is just still... Right, five years. Yeah, like like I said, later. I could not imagine at all what even the mindset is like, because I mean it's it's got to be crazy. Right. I mean, even I mean they get most of the people to that are in the military at such a young age. Right. And I mean, you you must go through some some pretty mind warping stuff when you're in boot camp. 
you're in that pack of people, that right. mentality. Yeah. I mean, they're training you to kill people. Right, exactly. And exactly. That's a, that's, it's a very serious... I, that's why I say I can't even... It's hard for me to even imagine what right. it's like because I've not been trained to kill people right. every every day. And then to, to, come, to come back into this society, right. this, this media... Right. Uh, <laughs> commercialistic uh material driven society right and not want to kill every fucking person you see (laughs) (laughs) man see there's you do see a side of it though oh Uh, yeah i get exactly where you're yeah you got the right idea you know it's so hard to come back and then like have somebody tell you what to do Mm -hmm. um and treat you as if you don't know how to do it Mm -hmm. or if are you going to be able to use that nail gun? Okay. Oh God. You know, do I need to oh, show I know you exactly how to what do that's this? Like. I work in a wood shop. <laughs> I want to break their neck. Yeah. Every time I'm treated like a kid. Yeah. You know, I can't stand that part anymore. You know, if you treat me with any, uh, any disrespect, any sign of disrespect, I'll fucking snap. I can't do that anymore. I can't uh, live a, a normal life ever. And the the scariest thing is I've talked to so many veterans and mm-hmm. all the veterans say the same shit is that it does not go away. So it hasn't gotten any better for it you? How long you know, has it been since you've been back? 2009, dude, 2009 you said? 2009, I got back in May 2009. And it's 2015, almost 2016. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Yeah. It's almost. And I'm wow. Still, that's crazy. It's almost. I'm still just. It's. I know. It makes me feel so old thinking about it because I it still feels like yesterday. Okay. You know what makes me feel you old? Know? I was at work just just not yesterday, the day before, and this guy at work, um, they're all kind of macho there, and he's got a bench with a stereo on it and his phone hooked up to it, and he's playing you know 93x music and stuff, and then all of a sudden you know this, like. <laughs> early 90s chick song comes on and it's just playing i'm like i kind of listening to it like what is this i'm hearing and then a minute and a half goes by it goes (laughs) sorry i don't know my wife has her music on here i don't know you know i can't believe we got almost the two minutes guys (laughs) and i'm like yeah all right let's put on some alanis morrison (laughs) we're all giving them shit and this kid goes alanis who and i'm like jagged little pill one hand in your pocket it's like Ray Yane on, on your wedding day. He's like, what? And I'm like, it's oh, like 90s no. music. Dude. He's like, oh, that's why, 90s music. Oh, I'm like, oh, geez, yeah. fuck. I never felt as old as I do in this yeah. moment right now. When they start <laughs> doing that, I guess it's bad. I mean, I've always done it to the older ones, you know, but when it, when it happens to you, it's, it really does suck, yeah. Oh, yeah. I Like my niece, dude, she just told me that, Damn, you know, you look like you were, you know, in your 30s. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like 28, man. Like, life isn't always You're so telling me nice, I'm trying to soak know. up the last couple months of my 20s. Yeah. I'm going to be turning 30 and, yeah. You'll be crossing that line. But you know what, dude? Don't feel so bad because I'm right there behind you. <laughs> you know, I'm, I know it might feel like we're a ways, man. Dude, but... I remember when thirty felt like it's like yeah, like you turn thirty and then like you retire and you die like two years later. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was like in the nineteen thirties. I, I think I was like fifteen at the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Yeah, you know, like I I remember growing up feeling that way too. You know, didn't understand time and and the the value of it. You know, that's why I I get so irritated with people that always go like the straight route. You know, everybody's going like the oh you can't do any kind of a drug or anything like this. You know, because you're throwing away your life. No, mm. you're not. If you're if you're doing it responsibly and you're not doing it all day and every day and yeah, responsible use of any drug can be done. Even heroin, even cocaine, even meth. It's not for everyone. I don't advise anyone to do any of these drugs. But um, if they weren't illegal, if we didn't have to be criminals to do these drugs, you wouldn't have to be in a concrete basement in a shady room filled with people, you know, doing something that's taboo. Instead of it could be like in a hospital, like a playpen. <laughs> you know, that's you know, it's pretty cool. You what know? they do, they they do this um this uh safe shoot up place where you, you yeah. go, they've got yeah, nurses there. Exactly you tell them I mean. you tell them what your drug is, how many yeah. milligrams it is, and they'll shoot you up with like heroin and shit and yeah. they'll they'll sit there and watch you like uh smoke whatever it is you want to smoke and make sure like you're like on the heroin, like you like you don't like OD. Doing. You're using yeah. a clean needle, like right. that. That's, that stuff is really that cool. Is so cool that you know, like the, that needle exchanges, like like people that want to say like, oh, you're just gonna make the spread the use. Well, you know what? If it spreads the use, right. at least it's not spreading the use of dirty needles because that's what they're gonna do right. if you don't have exactly. that. Regardless, it's gonna happen. Yeah, and it's, it's, Tell, it's on a pedestal. <laughs> I mean, the like we've. We've pretty much come to the point now where everyone kind of agrees. Yeah, the war on drugs was failed. It's oh, absolutely. it's has not Terrible. worked. It's dumb. It's <laughs> there's so many things wrong with it, and it's it's failed our society. It's brought us to almost how many uh, other countries have this system in place? Like like well, you think of Portugal where they completely decriminalized everything. Like right. you can be caught with with heroin, and what they do is they give you a nice little voucher to go to um, counseling, to see right. if you need to get help. Right. Like See, they don't the way, put you in prison for it. That's the way it needs to be, you know, because it's like stealing a piece of candy when you're you're a kid from holiday, and then getting thrown in prison. What a radical uh, punishment for such a small crime! You're if you're using drugs and you do even want to call us a, 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 a an addict, and we need help. Mm-hmm. Why on earth would you stick us in a prison? You know, because that's the scariest mm. fucking place to learn anything. Oh yeah, that's that's the thing you is, know? yeah. If we're an addict and we have a medical condition, mm. and you're throwing them in a prison, mm. that is not how you handle someone. Yeah, in, that has incarceration. Depression incarceration or, does not help. Um, uh, what what is the word that they that they like to use? Where the like teaching the inmates, you come out. Um, yeah, you go in fucking. Yeah, uh, you go in bed, you come out clean. I can't remember what they use for it. Um, they use some bullshit line where they're gonna, you know, try to make it sound like their mm. program works, but it does exactly the opposite. You go in a way better person, you come, and you come, come out, out a complete criminal. Yeah, you know, because now a whole other side of life that has been created in a prison is now coming out. Yeah, you know, and. Uh, that's no bueno, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, the putting someone in a box is for drug use. For drug use is one of the most insane things in existence in the universe. 
Like out of the entire thing of the out of everything in the universe, we have created putting and locking people, taking their freedom, and sticking them in a box for any type of drug use. And the dumbest one would be marijuana. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You can you can criminally punish someone for. Okay, I get it. <coughs> people gotta smuggle large quantities to get any kind of a profit off of it. And those people, yeah. I kind of see them getting thrown in jail. But if you bought but why? a fucking quarter... But, but why, though? Because they're getting it... They have to get it from... because mm, it's illegal. It's right, the only reason why right. I think that So way a criminal period. is making money off of it because right. it's illegal. Right. So if it were decriminalized, the state would be making money off it, like Colorado, exactly. California, right. all these right. other places God, that are just... just better it's so place. dumb. It's like, be a better place. let's, let's uh, take the prohibition away, and now we have... Take that shit out of the black market. Instead of having Al, you know? Al Capone sells alcohol, now we have exactly. alcohol stores to sell alcohol, exactly. and the tax gets, right. you know, back Put to the state. The state. Yep. It's it's so silly. Yep. So how did you encounter meth for the first time? Because I've I've have been around meth plenty of times. I've never right. even wanted to hit the bubble with the stuff in it. Um, right. I've seen what people are like when they're on it. When you encountered it, did you know what it was? Did you? What was your reason for wanting to do it? Did you, or were it you was, peer pressure? It was one of those peer pressure moments, you know, mm-hmm. it was, uh, fitting in. Didn't know what exactly it was. Um, all I knew was it was a drug and it was mm-hmm. one of the harder drugs, you know, mm-hmm. at the time. Cause did you know it was an upper or did you have any idea? I was getting my education right then and there about mm-hmm. it, you know, and what it's going to do to me. Like, you know? like I mentioned before, like the, you, that was the era of dare. Like right. you exactly was the just era. say no. So there's no questions it asked, no answers given. Like you it. said, you had yeah. no idea what it was and you did it anyways. Yep. Exactly. Now, knowing that, knowing now what it is, do you think you would have done it if you had been educated? I don't think so. No, because it was like one of those things where you were so curious on mm-hmm. why you can't do this. That Yeah, that's exactly why. why. I can't yeah. I do that's this. why I smoked. You know, that's the whole reason behind everything, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, why can't I do this? Why don't they want me to do it when they do it? You know, I was just... Why do people do it in the first mm-hmm. place? I was thinking this funny little story this morning. I, get, I was given this knife when I was in kindergarten. Or not even. It was, it was, it was preschool. Yeah, preschool is before kindergarten, right? Yeah, or it was probably just a daycare thing now that I think of it. And I was given this knife by my dad. Um, he was really proud to give me this knife. And he mentioned to me, don't take it to school. I just was like, why? Right. And I didn't get an answer. I remember bringing it to school and showing my... And it wasn't even school. It was, it was just... Yeah, it was just... It, it, it was just, you know... A daycare thing, and I right. and I showed it to my friend, and he had the brightest eyes I've right, ever seen. Right. We were sitting down watching a, a cartoon so or whatever. Bad. Next thing I know, the the lady comes over and takes it from me, and Flips yeah, the fuck out on you. So the only reason I brought it though was right. because I was told not to and not told why. Right, exactly. Like that's the only thing I can equate it to. Yep. Well, I we were told why because drugs are bad. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that was about. Yeah, want to be a roach? Do you, do you remember those cartoons they would right. play? Oh God, do I like in those the after-school cartoons in between, like the Every roaches and those, everything. Yeah, exactly. Like you're the scum of the earth. If you ever touch this, right? You know, and it, stay away from those 
people, you know? You didn't tell us why, and mm-hmm. you didn't tell us why there was scum on the earth. <laughs> you know? For all I know, they were listening to some good fucking mu- music, you know, and talking real with each other, you know? Because that's the whole reason why I, I would think drugs actually appeal to me now in the first place. Yeah. Is because it is a social thing. And when I am on it, whatever it is, you know, uh, mainly I am social, you know. Uh, there may be a few drugs that, you know, I may not have been too social on, yeah. you know. Uh, like, I guess, you know, shrooms, I'm not too social. <laughs> no, yeah, they kind of make you... you know, uh... I'm pretty much in my own fucking world, you yeah. know. But uh, it doesn't make the experience any less enjoying because someone else is there see i've enjoyed mushrooms completely by myself and i enjoy them just as much when there's other people tripping because it, it almost feels like they're in the same exact trip yeah. that you are like when right. you eat them at the same time you start tripping at the same time and it, it almost it almost feels like you're in the same shroom realm dude i was looking at my buddy and i was telling him <laughs> I was like, look at this, dude. Look at it. You not see that? <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> pointing at the design on the door and it's just wood, you know, but I'm yeah. saying, but do you see the image I'm seeing? <laughs> <laughs> right. And I kept trying to describe it to him. This is how I'm seeing it. This is where this is. This is where that is. Right. Just got so into detail about <laughs> what it was I was seeing. Mm-hmm. And he still couldn't see it because he was fucked up too, you know? Right. And he's seeing whatever his mind is creating, you know? So, like, but to me, it was just every experience I've ever been on has been a social one. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been an opportunity or even a want, not so much an opportunity, but a want or a desire to to do it by myself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always one of those ones. You get the giggles, you know? You want to laugh and fucking shoot the shit. And, like, out of nowhere, someone just bust the fuck out laughing because of <laughs> something they just thought right. of or something they just seen or something, mm-hmm. you know, pretty soon someone's going to start laughing and it won't stop. I know? always, yeah, I'm always concerned. Like if I start laughing now, they're going to look at me funny. Cause there's someone in the room who's not tripping. They're going to be like, what are you laughing about over there? <laughs> huh? Right. Right. <laughs> and, it's, and that's what, see that there's where I have a bad trip because it's all like internal. But um, back back to smoking meth. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So when you when you smoked it, so when you smoked meth, what was um what was it like for your first time? Scary. I was I was actually pretty afraid of it. Yeah. Um, I had no idea what I was doing, and since you know the the programs that were out there and the things I did hear about it, you know, I mean, it was one of the scariest things, you know, out mm-hmm. there. So don't do this. It's like doing rat poison. Right. (laughs) It's like, are you seriously going to kill yourself right now? You know, it's Mm -hmm. basically pulling a trigger on a gun that may or may not be loaded, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and really taking a chance with it. So that scary, it was made to be to me. Now, once I did it, I got more comfortable with it because I noticed that it wasn't, you know, just scared the living shit out of you. You know, all of a sudden, took you into a whole other lifestyle you never knew uh, or or could control. Mm-hmm. So I got to a point to where I was comfortable. You know, I I learned how to properly, you know, uh, get it going and mm-hmm. and stuff like that to get a, a bigger hit. Right. And, uh, Did you have a mentor for this? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, of course, there's... 
There's always the one that, that, that got it. He was the one that got it. Yeah. He was the one that uh, knocked on my door, my bedroom door, and came in and was like, hey, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, want to try some of this? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, and I, I was pretty nervous, but I, I ended up doing it, and I got to a comfortable level and went crazy with it. You know, I, I got mm. lost into a video game for, like, a day, <laughs> you know, not that long. But uh, yeah. it was a, quite a long time. I just got lost into my PS2 and, oh geez, like, Grand Theft so Auto, I think it was it. even. <laughs> no, it was Call of Duty. It was Call of Duty. Really? Uh, I think it was even Modern Warfare, uh, the good one. Like, mm. I think it was Modern Warfare, the first one, uh, where it was just Middle East, mm-hmm. you know, uh but that one, man, I think I was lost into that for such a long period of time, dude. And, you know, it, it went for about three days and it was gone. Yeah. You know? So um, it was quite a bit of amount, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he did most of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he, was, he seemed like pretty, uh, pretty big into it, you know, at the time. And, uh, so I and I didn't even care because I was yeah. you know I I had my high on and you only did it that one session at that time yeah I mean that was my first time doing it and mm-hmm. it was for three days and you know you continued to smoke it after that were you addicted no, no no just three days and that was the experience of it and waited probably another year maybe even two mm-hmm. until the next time it came knocking at my door just so happily you know I mean it's. Everything I've ever done, everything, dude, is just came right on a silver <laughs> fucking platter, right to me. Jeez. You know, I mean, yeah. I've never really had to go out of my way for anything. It One of the lucky ones. Just shows right up, well, except for when you're growing up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, when I'm growing up, dude, I was, I would have probably done anything, anyway. You know, just because I was so lost into the ghetto. Yeah. You know, and that lifestyle. But, I mean, if you looked at me now, you'd think, holy shit, that's actually him? <laughs> you know, like, a completely different motherfucking person. Right. You know, like, uh, I thought that dude was going to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> the age of 18, man. I've been told that by my family. Yeah. And it was such a real thing, you know, when they actually get that honest with you. Mm-hmm. And it was somebody that you actually respect enough to take it to take in stride? Or did you... Did you uh... Uh, yeah, I or did just roll off your back. You know what? I had to survive, and I guess I seen that opportunity. I didn't, I didn't even see the opportunity. It just happened, you know. Because as I said, you know, I I had to get thrown in jail, you <laughs> know, and get put into a foster care before I really even felt the love, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Before I actually seen that they literally didn't care what my file said. They they wanted to know who I was. Mm-hmm. You know, do you still I, I are you still out. in contact with that foster family? Man, not as much as I need to be. No, you know, I I send them a Facebook, you know, message every now and then. I just wish my my foster dad a a happy birthday. Yeah, well, like, that's something. Last week, you know. Well, I mean, it's it's cool that there's you know, a, a something good came out of the that you know, right? Out of out of everything, right? right? You hear so many negative negative things. So meth, um, positive, 
positive outcome from it or is that something you'd it never was, do again? It was one of those things to where I could see myself doing it again. Really? It's one of those things that I am very cautious with. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're in NASCAR, that cautious flag is always waving. <laughs> You yeah, know, be very, very weary of this. Yeah, because it'll grab you and it'll suck. Did you, you right felt in. the? You felt how addictive it was. I knew how addictive it was, and since I had that experience with crack, mm-hmm. that was the most realist. If you could draw <laughs> a hand coming out, a black hand coming out and grabbing you, mm-hmm. and pulling you into that world of an addiction crack was the thing that did it for me really and it was such a short period of time it, mm-hmm. it was a two-week thing yeah and at that one day man it was just one day after two weeks my brain just went dude wake the fuck up that's scary that that has a hold on you yeah you get the fuck out of here and and run you know fast what was that it like that that addiction that that You're one, talking about crack addiction? Crack, yeah. Okay. It was just something that was never enough. There's mm-hmm. never enough crack. Really? There's never enough crack, man. And that was the the worst part of the drug. It was like such a good taste. And you blew it out that, yeah. and you got a zing. Mm-hmm. You know, like you just got your bells fucking now, rocked. Now, what, what was it like compared to cocaine? Because <clears throat> I mean, it's the same drug. You just... It is, yeah. But... You know, snorting it is, is uh, I don't know, I, I liked it better too. Um, I guess it would be the smoking part of it. You know, some people just don't like to smoke, hmm. you know, so they figure it's going to be damaging to their lungs. Right. And that's probably a big thing too is like how much it does to the lung. Um, <clears throat> but I guess it would, it would happen uh, or affect the, the time frame. Of your high. Mm-hmm. How long did it last, each high? Crack, smoking it would be a very short period of time, mm-hmm. much like Coke, you know. A couple uh, hours or like more like no, six? No, it would be about 45 fucking minutes. Like, oh, really? That yeah, that short? It'd be, it'd be like a cigarette, I would think. Wow. You know. Well, I haven't thought of like that in a, a long time, man. Yeah. It would be, okay, well... Anybody else want to smoke some crack? (laughs) 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 I mean, seriously, dude, it just wouldn't stop. You know, just wouldn't stop. Not enough was never enough with that drug. And when I felt that that hand come out and grab me, I I wiggled the fuck out of that hand and it scared the living shit out of me. And that's when I actually got a visual of what, that hand of an addiction looks like you mm-hmm. know grabbing and pulling you right in because that that was me going right in uh, if i would have slid with it man and just allowed that hand to take me i would have never came out of the east side you know that's crazy yeah well that's a good thing that you were able to i, I saw this on the last podcast that the key to um overcoming at least any part of your addiction is at least acknowledging it to yourself right like for me the first step for nicotine was completely acknowledging that I'm beyond control addicted to it. I don't want to be where I am. I don't enjoy it, you know. Um, And that was step one. There's no reason to. 
And that's what drives me literally crazy because I read this book. It's a very popular, very well-known book. Um, I read this book and it scared the shit out of me. I couldn't even finish it because it (laughs) says by the time you finish it, you won't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, 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 so you kept smoking I cigarettes. Finished the book, you know. It's like, don't tell uh, me that, man. That's funny. So, I mean, I never finished this book, and obviously, I still smoke. Mm-hmm. But it, it taught me a lot of that, you know, the good things to know about it because it wasn't saying smoking is bad. Mm-hmm. You're killing yourself. No shit, you're like, I know what I'm doing, okay? <laughs> you know, don't treat me like I'm a kid. You know, it, it's asking you, why are you doing it? Right. And if you're being real with yourself and you're answering real questions with yourself and hopefully you're an honest person at least with yourself, you haven't, you know, gotten to such a compulsive lying disorder, you don't believe every bullshit thing that comes out of your own mouth, mm-hmm. you know, uh, You'd, you'd understand that, you know, <laughs> uh, fuck, I just forgot what you're talking about. <laughs> Pass that bull around again. <laughs> oh, no, it's oh. getting packed again. Yeah, hold on a second. All right, so is is there a drug that you won't do? Yeah. You know, I, I guess it would. I won't do... To see anymore. I mm. mean, I just won't do it. I mean, my experience was a bad one. You know, mm. I just don't. It's not for me. And is, every is drug there a, has its. You know, let's phrase it this way: Is there a drug you haven't done and you won't do? I have not tried acid, mm-hmm. and I hear from like my greatest source. You know, and I, I hold him true to my heart, man. Mm-hmm. He loves acid. Yeah, you know, and. I would love to try acid. I would. I really would. But my brain tells me that not to. You well, know. you've done shrooms, right? I've done shrooms, and I like shrooms. Okay. And from what I hear, it's it's 10 times, you know, well, or 100 the, Okay, times. so the difference. You know how when we were saying how on shrooms when you do them, how it feels like you're connected to nature somehow, like you've got right. like a communication oh, absolutely, aspect? absolutely, man. Oh, and you know absolutely. how when you're peaking, how it feels really good and... and Oh yeah. Okay, so when you're on acid, you get a little bit of visuals and when when you start to peek on it, it feels like you're having an orgasm throughout your spine and your skin and everything and there's no communication. It's all clean um mechanical feeling. There's no connection to nature. Do you lose control of your bodily functions? You can if you do enough. But under one hit, you're just going to get a little buzz, some slight visuals like you would on shrooms. So that would it's be the just recommended like, starting. Yeah, take one hit. Know, just one hit. Like you can take half a hit, but honestly, one hit of acid is yeah. really the the stepping stone. So as long as I know that, you know, I'd as I said, you know, I would want to do at mm. least once because it's it's curiosity, man. It's, I've never tried it. So what's what's the most insane thing that's ever happened while you were on pot? Out of all the drugs, what's okay. the most crazy thing? That's I know happened that one. Right off the bat, right off the bat, yeah. Uh, the craziest experience wasn't even you know an experience meant for us. <laughs> you know, it was me and my buddies, and we were hanging out east side St. Paul, and uh, we were having a sure pass around of a bunch of these blunts, dude. Mm-hmm. There was like seven of us, dude, and we all had our own weed. We all picked up, you know, and it was like a fiesta at this point, you know. 
late. You know, it's it's like ten, eleven o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and we're lined up right off the block, dude. You know, in the civilian areas, you know, you could see us, but we're all lined up right in front of my buddy's house on the sidewalk. You know, leaned up against this um, concrete mound in front of his house. You know. Well, we're all chilling there, you know. Meanwhile, there is a gang chilling on their stoop right across the street. I thought us. you were going to say like a gang of something, and then right. you just stopped well, and a said gang, a, a gang. Dude, a gang. <laughs> <laughs> I, will just, I will just put an ert on that one. Uh, just a gang of people. Okay. Um, we're, we're kicking it at this house right across the street. Lovely. And it. Those people look pretty fucking scary, you know? I mean, especially for my age. I was probably only, like, 15. You know, those are, like, some prison-age guys, you know? A lot older than we are. Yeah. For damn sure, a lot more dangerous than we are. Right. You know? Um, Out of nowhere, I see, uh, off my peripheral, you know, Mm -hmm. I see a truck take this right turn. And I look over, and here's this truck, and it's bolting you know down the down this fucking street here comes this cop right behind it you know (laughs) right up behind this motherfucker and they're hitting you know good speed dude you know on a on a like a 25 mile an hour zone dude dude's going like 40 you know and it cars are parked all along this motherfucking street dude it's pretty crowded yeah you know so seeing them going that fast is pretty scary you know what i mean so you see, and I, as soon as this happened, man, my brain totally went into this, don't believe everything you're seeing. <laughs> really, dude. It really? told me not to go for this. And I turned my head, and I, I noticed everyone mm-hmm. doing the same thing. I mean, it was such a big event. You know, you're going to follow this one, dude. It's a goddamn dude flying down the street, you know, <laughs> getting chased by a cop. Yeah. Well, they fly by, dude. Well, for some reason, dude, I turned my head back, dude. And that same street that truck turned on, man. Here yeah. comes one, two, three, <laughs> four fucking police vehicles, dude. Yeah. Down this fucking road. Right in front of us, dude. We're all like baked, you know. We're all got blunts in our hands and right. shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking doors are getting kicked open, dude. Mm-hmm. Go, 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 go. Fucking SWAT <laughs> team, dude, is coming out of these fucking vans, mm-hmm. you know, and they're all bum rushing that gang fucking house that we're all sitting out there on that fucking stoop. Yeah. You know, raided their house, oh, you geez. know. You're hearing the fucking fence. <laughs> Ting, you know, the dude's trying to jump the fucking fence in the back. He's, he's getting the fence. You don't get him, you know. Oh, You're going to hear all the yelling and shouting and shit, you yeah. know. Do they have weapons drawn? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Get down, across the down, you know. It's fucking pulling people down, you know, yanking them. We're watching from on the mm-hmm. other side of the street. Baked <laughs> out of our cars, dude. To this front seat cops show. You know, like, Jeez. you couldn't get any closer than this, right. dude. You just can't, you know? <laughs> like, they would have had this scene blocked off. But we're fucking chilling there, dude, and we're watching this all go down. They bring up, shit you not, this washing machine, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? What the fuck? What machine? They put it out in the front yard, dude, and they pulled this huge clear bag of white substance <laughs> <laughs> out of this washing machine. Yeah. It was the most craziest thing I've ever seen. Like that amount. I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine. How big of a bag? It was a garbage bag. Pillowcase, garbage bag? No, it was like a garbage bag. Jeez. Hefty, 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 <laughs> dude. <laughs> wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. <laughs> you know? Nice. Like, seriously, dude, it was that bad. Crazy. Yeah, dude. That's how close I was to that hardcore of drugs on yeah. a daily basis. I'm sure most of them have weapons on them. Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure they weren't going to even bother fucking they with were... you and your stupid little joints. No, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we were just little fucking kids, you know? And, and... These, as I said, were like hardcore criminal-looking people that were actually scary. You know, <laughs> yeah. you do not want to fuck with somebody like that. Literally, I was offered $500 to kill somebody from a guy like that. Growing up, man. You know, you back way back in the day, you could buy cocaine, morphine, heroin from Macy's. They, right. were, they weren't gangsters. Like, the shit was legal, and you know what? Right. People didn't, like, I'm sure people had problems with it. Yeah. But back in the day, we also didn't have social media like we do. Right. We didn't have a way that Propaganda. we could. Propaganda. Right. We didn't. We didn't yeah. have a way that we could, like, um, you know, help people with with addiction problems. Like right. me, I have a severe addictive personality. That's why yeah. I I could never try a, a hard. Like right. if if I ever got like a, a heroin right. in any form, like if I smoked it or or ate it or fucking injected right. or whatever, right. I'd I'd be hooked for fucking ever. Like it, it would. Yeah, that was that was the one drug you know. Growing up, I just drew a line. Heroin. Yeah. So that's your drug that you'll never do. That'll never, ever, ever fucking touch in my you life. You know, and, and what do you think that came from? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, probably uh, just, you know, probably the movies. That's you know? what I would think. Um, yeah. Movies uh, and shit. Pulp fiction. Yeah. You know. <laughs> 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 fucking. Oh you god. Know, some. Some of those movies uh, mm-hmm. were pretty fucking intense, and uh, growing up, it uh, definitely marks a. I don't, you ever seen American Gangster? Yeah, that was another one uh, where heroin got real big. You know where that worked though, because you were seeing what the drug did. Right. You weren't being told just say no, and then right. then right. had a was, curtain uh, drop in front seeing... of all the drugs. Like, see all these drugs? Was... Don't do them. Curtain yep. drops in front of them. Just, nope. Not one person. No longer I, in your existence. You'll never see them in your daily life. Right. Now go ahead and grow up on the streets, you younglings in the 90s. Not one person I ever met was <laughs> No like, cell phones. Dude. No nothing. Just go out in the day and say no to drugs. Right. So yep. dumb. Yeah. It was so dumb. Yeah. It, it's, you're turning down medicine. You know, and that's the bottom line of everything. You know, it's, you're denying people of, yeah, a good time. Mm -hmm. Hey, guess what? Life is supposed to be something else. This is a man-made life Mm -hmm. that we are all blinded by. You know, what happened to the good old times where you spent time with your family, Mm -hmm. worked in a family business or a trade? Why do we need this, you know, bullshit distractions of working for this ginormous company (laughs) that you know is all mainly just for this one guy you know and his fucking family so that they can give you you know commercials and shit that bring Mm -hmm. you into their more spending more your money on their fucking shit you know and drawing you further and further into this herd of fucking (laughs) sheep man you know zombies you know that's where everybody's going 
And they say the drug users are fucking the zombies. That's what's funny. You mm-hmm. know? It's because you don't do drugs. And, and now I actually kind of think that the don't do drugs thing came from the people that actually woke up and realized what the fuck was going on. <laughs> you know, it was like, wait a second. We're all listening to this guy. Mm-hmm. Be- and we're all fighting a war that this guy fucking started. Why are we fighting? A- what happened to the good old times where your king was leading the fucking army? Right. Rather than, hey, uh, guys, <laughs> you guys go do this, okay? And uh, I'm going to be the most protected American <laughs> in America, you know? And mm-hmm. never even, s- you fly over there, dude, you'll you'll be the most guarded motherfucker this life has ever seen, you know, the president, there's no, no letdown for mm-hmm. his security. You know, we would sacrifice everything to keep that man alive. Yeah. For what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, is my point is why would we do this? Because he's our king. No, no, because he, he doesn't fit a king's shoes. A king would be there geared up. Fucking commander style. Well, that's the thing is the the president is it. It doesn't matter if it's a Democrat or Republican. As soon as they get in office, whatever they said they're gonna do, they don't do because it it doesn't matter who it is. The the shit's just gonna play out. It's It's the same person either way. Yeah, every time. You know it. it, Oh, hey, it's it's gonna be better this way. No, it's not. (laughs) And then it goes one way, and then everybody goes, "Oh, see, see." Unfortunately, we we've got this sad two party system, and it gives them a great platform to 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 make shit tons of money. Uh, It's it's sad. It's a real sad system we've got. Fear, Hmm. fear of your own security. You know, they want to monitor you more, (laughs) and they're gonna make you fear. That this is going to happen if you don't let, allow them all the access to you and your personal shit, you and your like. Exact Remember back location. back in the day when it w- was like the meme where it would be like, oh, you know, the government's listening on on your phone, right? right? And it right. was just kind of like, oh, you're a conspiracy guy. I get it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh right. guess fucking what? Right, right. It's an <laughs> outbreak like you've never seen on a, on a huge yeah. scale. It's a man. sad. It's it's very sad. It, it almost makes me regret my service to the country, mm. but in the same sense, I will never regret the service I did because of the people I served with. Yeah, I will never regret that. What about you the know? sheep you served for? The sheep I served for. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm irritated about. Yeah, you know why I I served under a president. Mm. I had no idea. I wanted the the satisfaction knowing that. I didn't let 9-11 pass mm-hmm. without some kind of a, a fuck you back, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you know, oh, yeah? Hey, stay alone to my little friend, <laughs> you know? And fuck some shit up. Unfortunately, yeah. that I, never came my way. You know what? I felt that, too, but it that was unfortunately misguided as well. Yeah. Uh, all right, so out of all the drugs that you've done, what was the most intense one you think that you, out of all of them that you did? Uh, I'd say ecstasy. Yeah, yeah, ecstasy was the most intense. Shrooms was definitely by far my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the ecstasy wins it by hair. <laughs> <laughs> so you shrooms can... are your favorite. Well, all right. So what do you favorite. put them over weed now? What's that? What what when you compare shrooms to weed now? What's your favorite? How do you categorize them? How would I? Well, on your pedestal. 
I definitely will always smoke pot. I will yeah. smoke pot to the day I die. You'll never quit. I'll never quit. I, I, I am such a firm supporter mm. on its its real magical, mm. you know, medicinal. How can something be so good <laughs> and literally help you? Mm-hmm. Is the question, and and the people that are against it can't get that. Mm-hmm. They just don't understand that. Hey, if you're having such a good time on it, you're taking too much. And you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. Take a hit. Yeah. Take a hit of this, man, because you're going to calm down. You're going to tell your boss to go fuck no, himself. No, you know what's going to happen? <laughs> you know? Is that type, type yeah. stuck a motherfucker's yeah. going to get one hit and they're going to get super paranoid. They're going to get so and They're going to be buzzing like you're you were that first time you were when you had a first timer right. high. Yeah. And they're going to be like, I can't believe anyone drives while they're like this. I know. Oh, no. Yeah, totally get right. that point. That's the thing exactly. is, yeah, after like two days of smoking again, right. I was back to like. Nothing. <laughs> I can actually maintain. Yeah, like actually, you know? it actually, yeah. you know, felt good to smoke. Yeah. But yeah, you know, sometimes getting paranoid like that is a good thing. If you, you know, go and take a little break here and well, there. Don't, and... Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's don't be stupid, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I mean, being paranoid is a, is a normal thing. So make sure you're not doing anything stupid <laughs> and you ain't going to be all paranoid, yeah. you know? So if you just maintain. You may, well, no, I don't know. See, I, I could be in a completely fine setting, but for me. My brain will make something into paranoia. Did you hear that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, totally paranoia situations, but... Um... <laughs> For the most part, you know, um, bells I can here. maintain that. All right, I think this is going to wrap it up. I'd like to thank you for coming on, Joker Slap. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Well. Sorry I got sidetracked a lot. <laughs> no, it's fine, man. It's it uh, fun hearing some of your stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll touch we'll touch it up here and there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely have to. All right, well, thanks a lot. All right, man. Well, thanks for having me on this. <laughs> and I will continue to spread the good word about this, you know, because I – Definitely is for yeah, thank you behind you too. So thank you. All right, man. All right. Hopefully uh talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs>
thinking that I'm solo. 50 deep, they like, oh no. No, 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 please, no. Heard the fans taking photos. I know nothing, fuck the popo. Baking soda, I got baking soda. Baking soda, I got baking soda. Whip it through the glass, nigga. I'm blowing money fast, nigga. I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. I got it for the lolo. I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. I got it for the lolo. Turn up. I'm in love with the coco. 36, that's a kilo. Need a brick, miss my free throw. I'm in love just like Neo. Busting shots, now he Neo. Free my homies, fuck the CEO. Fuck the judge, fuck my P.O. All this coke like I'm Nina. Water whip like I'm Nemo. Baking soda, I got baking soda. Baking soda, I got baking soda. Whip it through the glass, nigga. I'm blowing money fast, nigga. I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. I got it for the lolo. I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. I got it for the lolo. Turn up. I'm in love with the coco.